Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Yes, You're the Best Around There Is, however, by Joe Esposito from the Karate Kid 1984 soundtrack. Ladies and gentlemen, 1-724-444-7044, caller ID 139925-POUND. Welcome to the Wednesday night's debate show. I am your host, the Iceman, Jerry DiGirolamo. And joining me on the line, ladies and gentlemen, here on this first day of March, is the birthday boy less than a week away from this Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen. Let us welcome him in right now. He is my sidekick on Raw Radio, ladies and gentlemen, the human suplex machine, John Gross. John, how are you doing tonight? I am doing good. Well, that is good. We are expecting also the Black Widow herself, Michelle Lynn Dodds, joining us hopefully tonight, along with King NWO, Gerard T. Smith. So let's get into it right now. How appropriate we play that song, You're the Best Around, Howard, because right now it seems like, Howard, there is one organization that is not the best around, and that is obviously TNA. Of course, last night we told you about Drew McIntyre, Matt Jeff Hardy, of course, all asking for their pink slip. And then last night, towards the end of the show, last night on Revolution, Howard, we heard some breaking news that came in, however, apparently, and that was my, excuse me, Mike Bennett and his wife, Maria, have asked for their pink slips, too. In addition to that, Marty Bell, a.k.a. formerly known as Jade, earlier today also asked for her pink slip. That being said, TNA right now is in a world of trouble, however, as obviously I believe believe tapings are going on tonight, ladies and gentlemen, at Universal Studios and Epcot Center, however, in Florida, if you will. Now, I don't know if they're being taped tonight or they started taping them last night, but whatever the case may be, TNA right now is in a world of trouble. And, John, it seems like right now, TNA is barely clinging to life support at this point. 
Oh, yes. I definitely agree with you. Well, I asked Michelle. I mean, you, you, sure. you've lost a lot of people. You've lost, you've lost Matt Hardy. You've lost Jeff Hardy. You've lost Drew McIntyre. You've lost Maria. And now you've lost Mike Bennett. You're obviously, you've obviously, TNA's obviously dug themselves in a better hole, one that they can't financially get out of. And um, it wouldn't surprise me to see TNA go down. Yeah. Oh, I would agree. I would agree. I talked about this earlier today, however, on a video cast I did, obviously, on RIP. And now join us on the line, however, as she has just come onto the line, ladies and gentlemen. It's one half of the Madness Kingdom. She is also one half of the best six-person duo. And, J.D., I'm going to get off of here, too. So I'll talk to you this. I'll have you and Michelle discuss it out. So, hi, Michelle. Hi, John. Yep. All right. Just want to pop in for a bit. All right, John, no problem. We'll catch up with you a little bit on Revolution. Thanks for stopping right. in for a couple right. minutes. Okay, and now joining us, as John pointed out, ladies and gentlemen, is one half of the six-person duo here in the Madness Kingdom. However, she is back on the debate table, and she has a lot to say about this tonight, ladies and gentlemen. So we're going to let her have the floor here in just a second or two, ladies and gentlemen. She is, of course, one half of the Attitude Duo here on uh, the radio, if you will, also the host of Wrestling Revisited, also home of Women's Revolution, if you will. She is queen to the extreme, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. And yes, you all have to pay homage to her, however. Here she is, ladies and gentlemen, the Black Widow herself. And as I said, one half of the six-person duo of the woman's title, if you will, here on Talk Show, Miss Michelle Lindos. Michelle, how are you this uh, Wednesday night? I am okay, J.D. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you very much. Even though I had to attend to a personal amount earlier in the evening, I am doing very well tonight. We are hopefully expecting Gerard here shortly, hopefully, as I did message him. Uh, But that being said, as I pointed out and John came on for a few seconds to give his opinion, uh, as we mentioned, a lot has gone down this week in TNA, especially after what happened last night, with the newest casualties being, of course, Mike Bennett and Maria, and now earlier today, Marty Bell, Better known to you all as Jade has also asked for her pink slip, if you will, with the TNA organization. I know you've been waiting to stew this up since last night, so let's uh, turn to you and your opinion of what's going on down there in Florida. Um. Well, it's it's like where do I begin? You know, um, very sad week so far for wrestling. Um. <coughs> uh. Very upset about TNA, because I am a TNA guru, have been since day one, I love that show, I really wanted to keep afloat, um, as far as, uh, Drew Galloway, um, Drew Galloway kind of, I don't know, they, they did a really good move with him in the beginning of making him a heel, Mm -hmm. um, well, recently they made him a heel, he was doing really good, He he was doing great. Until he got injured. Yes. And then when he got injured, you know, he was out for a while. He came back. And then automatically they just want to strip the title on him. Yes. And which was fine, but, you know, it was kind of flip-floppy, flip-floppy between him and Moose. And yes. it was kind of ridiculous. Um, the Hardy Boys, that's a big blow to that company, period. Um, yes. The Hardy Boys are phenomenal. They always have been. They won. They basically kept TNA afloat with the gimmick that they got going on with the Broken Hardys, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> which has been an awesome, awesome, awesome gimmick for those guys. Um, I'd like to see them continue with it wherever they continue to go. 
TNA has no hold on that gimmick. That was a Matt Hardy mm-hmm. decision of that storyline, and it was not a TNA creative part, so they really don't have no no ownership of that uh, gimmick. Yes, and speaking of Drew McIntyre, I just read something here, apparently, and this is reports now coming in. Drew Galloway earlier today told the Scottish Sun that he would have been happily resigned with TNA if they had not pushed things down to the wire. Galloway spoke with the sign and said that his decision not to re-up with the company had nothing to do with financial motives and said coming it down down to it being too little too late. And he went on to say this. They came to me a week ago with an offer, and it was a very, very good one, one of the best in the company in a position as a top guy. But the reality is that because they waited until the last, excuse me, Last second, I had to turn it down. Everything was so last minute. I had to think about backup plans and family because it went to the wire. I was surprised I got no heads up beforehand, and when they got in touch with me last week, they wouldn't accept no for an answer. And the financial offer was so great that it was a very hard decision to make. If all this was said three weeks ago, I would have signed. Also, they wanted me to position me as the top guy in the U.K., across Europe, and in the U.S., but it was too little too late. When the news came out I was leaving, the Internet response was insane. What are your thoughts about the comments by Galloway here? Michelle? Okay, apparently Michelle uh, is going is having some phone trouble, we understand. Uh, hopefully uh, we'll get back to her in just a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, another story that we're following very carefully, ladies and gentlemen, obviously, is, of course, the news that Jack Swagger earlier today asked WWE for his release, if you will, believe it or not. And also, ladies and gentlemen, Naomi posted the following on Twitter this evening. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's see if Michelle's with us again. Michelle, you're back with us. Yeah, sorry. My phone did something crazy. I don't know what... That's okay. Uh, I was just uh, asking your opinion about uh, the comments made by Swagger in the UK uh, article that he talked about on why he you left know, Impact. Okay, let me... Can I finish TNA and then I'll go to that? Um, sure. We'll get into the Swagger and the WWE <laughs> thing next. But yeah, please, go ahead. My, Mike and Maria Bennett upset me the most because I've been the biggest fan of both of those two since day one. I, I have two. I have two. I think a lot of us have, yes. Um, I adore them. I think they're a phenomenal couple in TNA, you yeah. know, great at their parts and all that. Jade, um, uh, Jade is a very good competitor. Mm-hmm. I think that they've done nothing but crap on her recently, mm-hmm. too, and I think finally seen it too so mm-hmm. certainly uh, very sad so as far as Jack Swagger goes um, I, I'm devastated by that because I, I'm always really like Jack Swagger a lot too and I think he's super talented mm-hmm. and I think that another thing another case of the same thing is TNA shit on him the shit on him big time mm-hmm. uh, they basically told him this time we have nothing for you. We have no storyline. We have no feud. We have no nothing for you. Mm-hmm. So we're letting you go. And that to me is kind of bullshit and unfair because they could have thought about feuding him with someone. And if it's a matter of where he's at, move him. Mm-hmm. You know, my thought was that I thought he was when he was, he was coming to SmackDown. He was at Raw. He went to SmackDown. If mm-hmm. he wasn't happy at SmackDown, they got nothing for him. Send him back to Raw. Yes, certainly. So, I mean, my God, there's plenty of big dudes in Raw that he he can feud with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it just, you know, very, very sad. I hate to see good talent wasted like that. 
And that's basically what's going to happen right now until someone else decides to sign him. And and I don't know where he'll go or, or what. Mm-hmm. I, I, <clears throat> what about uh, the comments Naomi made? Howard says she may not be back in time for WrestleMania now. She tweeted it out earlier this afternoon. Uh, my heart breaks for Naomi. Uh, yeah. It broke really hard for for me, the night that she had to relinquish her title because mm-hmm. Naomi's super, super, super talented. Yes. Like, I have a big bitch fit about the women's division of SmackDown. Like, Please, please share with us your really, opinions. Really, really huge bitch fit. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> my thing is, is that you're, you're, you're seeing the same shit, number one, every week, getting yes. old. Becky Lynch, Mickey James, Becky Lynch, Alexa Bliss, this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. Now, you finally spice it up a little bit. So let's bring Maurice back into the mix. Yeah. And let's make a, a you know, um, uh-huh. oh, shit. Um, intergender, you know, whatever, uh, yeah. tag matches. You know, let's make a few of that. And let me tell you what. Uh-huh. Smackdown last night killed it. They killed Raw this Oh, I, I would agree. I watched some of the highlights after we went off the air at Revolution last night. I did watch the uh, whole Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt uh, debacle at the end with yeah. the Bernie of the Fire. That was uh-huh. awesome. That was one of the better endings you'd seen in a long time. I thought, uh, the only thing I didn't like, I did like the Miz TV segment, but I did like when Nikki came out and t- talked trash to uh, Maurice and put her in her place. I thought that was pretty cool and it set the record straight with both of them. But the thing, I, the one thing I did not like, though, was kind of when Ellsworth and Carmella came in and pretending they were acting like all super uh, excited that they were like the ultimate dream couple compared to Cena and Nikki. That one made me want to cringe a little bit. And now you've got a match with them next week. Eh, I'm not really entertained by that. Yeah, um... You know, my my thing is is that this is why SmackDown is killing it so much more compared to Raw is because they're sticking to the storyline. Yes. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. They're taking, they're taking the storylines and they're running running with them to a good extent. Yes, they Raw are. Is like okay, so let's feed Brock and Lesnar. Okay, boom, it's over. Yeah. Let's feed Brock and Kevin Owens. Okay, boom, it's over. Mm-hmm. They're they're not sticking with it. Like no. Smackdown is sticking with their storylines and running with it, and making it better, and keeping it going, and keeping the heat, and keeping this. Like, I mean, as lo- I have been a Randy Orton fan since day one, yep. day one, day one. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you what: what that man proclaimed out of his mouth last night was the best I have ever seen. Oh, he him. was great. I agree. He was fantastic. He really was. Um, Bray Wyatt was amazing as yes, well. I like, agree. Talk about two dudes that played this part to the, <clears throat> excuse me, to the T, and like took it and run with it, made it their own, kept the fans' attentions. It was just amazing. Yes. So my bitch fit to get back to the women's division. Yeah. Um, I'm tired of seeing the same shit. So let's start, um, you know, accumulating resources somewhere else, mm-hmm. or, um, let's start, you know. Making some more heel turns, some more face turns. Um, let's let's make some women tag teams. You know, let's make it interesting. Let's step it up a little bit. Not only SmackDown, but Raw needs to do the same thing as well. Charlotte yes. Sasha Banks is old. Charlotte Bailey is old to me. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. Yes, I agree. Uh, oh, I would agree. I would definitely. Nia Jax. 
Yeah. You're not going to find anybody or any woman. Charlotte Flair can give it her all to take her out, but it's not going to happen. Nia Jax is a big woman. She has no competition. It's like three minutes she's done. Boom, it's over, and, and you don't see her again until next week. Right. It's ridiculous. Yep. Uh, so that's, that's my thing is, you know, I mean, you brought Mickey James back. Let's look at a little bit more resources of the older divas to bring them back, too. They're mm-hmm. not all over the hill. They can still do it, I'm sure, if they want to. You know, I mean, you're you're inducting Beth Phoenix. Bring Beth Phoenix back, for God's sake. That's that's a glamazon. That's a beast of a woman right there. Oh, yes. I would agree. I would but agree. they're not going to because she has a family. She has kids is what they say. How many people in this industry have a family and have kids, and they are still on the freaking shows every week? Kevin Owens. Oh, yep. I'm example. Yes, mm-hmm. two kids and a wife. He's on every freaking week. Bray Wyatt, two kids and a wife. He's on every freaking week. Randy Orton, I don't know how many kids he's got now mm-hmm. and a wife. You mm-hmm. know, and he he's on. And you know what amazed me, JD, is that after that segment last night with Bray and um, Randy, yeah, I got on Facebook, got on some <clears throat> some of the wrestling groups I admin for, mm-hmm. and I see all these comments of, "Oh my God, Randy's back." Yeah. I'm like, well, where the hell did he go? <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Oh, I'd agree. That's, where I'm at. I'm, that's what I asked him. I'm like, well, where the hell did he go? Because um, he's still there. He's still Randy yes. Orton. Oh, wait, right. You haven't been watching as long as I have, so you don't know the many faces of Randy Orton that he can portray and play. Yes. So that's why you're thinking, oh, Randy's back. No, it, it it's the vintage Viper Randy Orton. Yeah. That's what he is again. That's the... The yes. character that he is bringing back to life, which is needed. Yeah, I hear you. And uh, talking about TNA real quick, I uh, was just looking at the news here real quick. Apparently some news out of TNA also coming out tonight. Apparently they say that uh, Conan, TNA, and uh, Conan's crash in Mexico are trying to work together. Uh, Bruce Pritchard has previously reported both on air and in a backstage role. Uh, Karen Jarrett is expected to be a big part of this week's TV tapings in an on-camera role. Kevin Matthews in Fala Ba. F A L L A H Bob B A H or regulars with Russell Pro New Jersey. TNA is also interested in former RH star Donovan uh Jake D I G J A K and it says the site adds that there should be some other towns on the northeast booked as well, but names have not been confirmed as of yet. So those were some mm-hmm. of the other things going on. Also apparently they said, however, that uh apparently let's see, I'm trying to think here. Um, where else? I just saw it. However, some also some news spoiler notes and news. However, oh, I just read that one. My mistake. Uh, they also said that apparently not only the guys we mentioned, however, but they said more TNA departures could happen soon as Anthem tries to lock in more talent. This is to our friend Larry Zonka. This is the report Larry Zonka is reporting right now, and this is what I just saw on 411 Mania. PW Insider reports that more departures could happen soon as the fallout continues to Anthem's decision how to play hardball over contracts and pay. They've approached several names about locking into new deals, and if those names don't come to terms quickly, they likely will be out. As reported earlier, Anthem is trying to lock town into contracts and letting them walk if they don't agree and adjusting the way they pay town so that they are paid per date instead of per episode. Previously, even if TNA taped three episodes of TV at one taping, town would be paid for each episode. Now they'll only be paid for working the one taping date. Matt Hardy, Jeff oh, Hardy. Yeah, 
Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy, Rebby Hardy, Drew Galloway, Mike Bennett, Marie Kanellis, and Jade have all left TNA this week as a result, while Lashley, Moose, EC3, Eddie Edwards, Davey Richards, and Eli Drake have all committed to deals within TNA. So there you no, go. EC3 did not. EC3 did not yet. Okay. So he hasn't come in. Yeah, so that's not confirmed yet. Do you think he'll walk? He'll be the next one to go. He, well, uh, EC3 is kind of iffy because, like, I mean, you know, I, I sit here and I'm like, what are they going to do with Cody Rhodes? He doesn't have a he doesn't have an agreement, mm-hmm. but is he still going to be welcome there? So what's going to happen to his wife? Right. Um, you know who who is it? Knockout now. Oh yes. Um, you know, I, I mean, how many more can you afford to lose? You know, who's going to be who's going to be next? I mean, mm-hmm. sure, some of them have locked in their contracts and all that stuff, but I'm telling you what. The shit that Jeff Jarrett is saying and pulling and doing and whatever, once yeah. it gets rolling and going, they're going to walk too. Yeah. I, I, it's a matter of time. Well, talking about Jeff Jarrett, let's talk about him for a second. I mean, last summer we all remember he said, I'm going to start this Global Force Wrestling Company, however. I'm going to try to give Dixie a battle, however. He never once got it off the ground. He maybe did a few weeks' worth of like things in bulk. Ball stadium, like little minor league stadiums and all that stuff, but they didn't televise it. They didn't have a deal on the table, and that's what kind of killed him. And I think right now Jeff Jarrett is like what he was in WCW in the waning years of WCW. He's right now coming back, and he thinks he can fix it and really basically save the company like he's done so many times before. I just don't think he can save it this time. I really don't. No, I think Jeff Jarrett's been a lot of mouth since day one. Oh, yeah, I would, no, 100%, I would agree with you. I, I think when he got back to WCW, I think that's one of the things, that, and i said it before many times on this show, I think when he got back to WCW after being in WWE for that brief run, however, with China and all those people for the past year after he left the first time, however, he came in and then he left again because he had a little whiny, bitchy issue with Austin, however, and he blames Austin because Austin didn't want to do business with him. Then, meanwhile, he goes off to WCW back in 1999, however, right after feuding with China, however, the day after, after he comes in with yep. Russo, he comes in with Ferrara, and all of a sudden, kaboom. I mean, he just lit that fire and just basically stoked that fire as long as he could. And like Mike Graham said, the late Mike Graham said it best in an interview with KFAB Commentaries a long time ago. This was, I don't know how many years ago when he did this interview, but he says, the guy broke 6,000 guitars, never drew a dime. I mean, the only time I think Jeff did maybe draw a dime was when he was teaming up with Owen Hart. After that, after yep. Owen passed away, he just went to shit. Part of my language, yeah. but that's my opinion. He went to shit. I mean, we all remember what happened at Bash at the Beach 2000. To this day, Howard, he says, oh, I never had knowledge that Russo was going to have this in for me. Bullshit. They both planned that out. And even Hogan talks about, however, has talked about in interviews, however, that Russo always went into business for himself. And even Bischoff said that. That was the whole story. Because at the time, when they planned this whole story back out in 2000, however, and this was about the time Bischoff's dad passed away, too. He says he got there the day of the show. They were just finishing the meeting, however, and they were going to talk about this and then they thought they had everything on the table and like i said if you just watched like a 10 15 minutes bit of the interview he says that by the time hogan and him left the arena that night i mean they were flying from i guess i think it was daytona yeah daytona to tampa it was like a 20 minute flight by the time they got into tampa that night their phones were blowing up because fans were just like what the hell just happened i mean was, was this really legit and at the time hogan and bischoff said no we're not sure what's going on here and they later found out that basically Vince went behind his back along with Jared Heller, and they went into business for themselves, plain and simple. Yep. 
So you're you're 100% right. And I just, I don't think Jeff coming back again, I mean, Jeff's been back, what, now, for a few weeks now? Yeah. Yeah, so I just don't know how much longer he's going to be. You know, I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, and I I said it last year, and I'm going to go on record saying here again tonight. I think right now, at this point, TNA should just pull the plug. Don't even bother. Keep. I mean, maybe these set of tapings will be a change. Maybe they won't. But I'm telling you right now, I think within the next month or two, you're going to see them. I mean, not only with the talent leaving, huh? I think you're going to see the move vans start to pull up, and they're going to start pulling stuff out of the arena. I think they're going to close up shop finally. Okay, what I think, too, would have been golden and great and mm-hmm. would have made TNA mm-hmm. get back on track, slowly but surely and better, it was to bring Kurt Angle back. Yeah. Not to wrestle, but to run the freaking place. Yeah, be a GM. Like, be yeah. a GM. And speaking, let me yep. ask, let, talk about GM. Let, let, me talk, let me ask you this opinion about Kurt Angle. And we've heard a lot about Kurt Angle the last few, this past week. There's some talk right now that apparently when Kurt Angle comes back to the WWE, they've already got a plan for him, and he could be the role as GM on Raw replacing Mick Foley. I don't think that's going to work. I really don't feel that's going to work. I mean, if you want to get someone in, get someone else worthwhile like an Austin or something like that. But with Kurt coming back to WWE, however, I mean, is he uh, basically uh, trying – I mean, I know he's trying to make amends however, for what happened. That's understandable. But in my opinion, do you think the fans will be as forgiving this time with him coming back? I mean, sure, they gave Christian the benefit of the doubt when he came back, and they gave the Dudleys the benefit of the doubt when they returned as well. But with Kurt coming back after a 10-year layoff hour and after everything he said in the past on the Internet and, of course, in the dirt sheets with, like, Wade Keller and Jason Powell of the, dirt, of the newsletters, I mean, are they going to actually go out there and say, hey, we forgive you, Kurt? I mean, we know you were always unhappy for a while, how, and you had some personal issues to deal with, however, outside of wrestling. But are they going to be forgiving to him this time? I don't see it that way. I just don't see it that way. Mm-hmm. My thing is, Kurt Angle is one you love to hate, hate to love. You sure. Know, yes. That, that oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think that uh, WWE could benefit from Kurt Angle in more ways than one. Yes, I think he would make a tremendous, phenomenal general manager. Mm-hmm. But I think right now it's not meant for him to be. Mm-hmm. And there's talks of Eric Bischoff as well. Mm-hmm. I don't think Eric Bischoff is the answer either. No. I agree. You want to you want to spice it up and you you want to make it good. Bring mm-hmm. Vicky Guerrero back. Oh yes, I as much as I'm not a fan of Vicky's, I would have to agree. Yeah, because I think Vicky's the only one person gets, that could. She gets the crowd hyped up. Yeah. You really yeah. want to throw a curveball into it and really get the fans' attention? CM Punk. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. And of course, we've seen over the last, I mean, how many weeks and months, however, since Punk left, he's left. I mean, what was it, a few weeks ago, I think it was, however, uh, we saw The Rock, of course, do that whole thing with uh, uh, calling CM Punk in Los Angeles. And again, at the time, management said that was the wrong move to do. But at the same time, Howard, they've got to be, I mean, I can only imagine what's going to be like this Monday when they're in Chicago again. And every time they go to Chicago, yep. you'll hear the punk chant. And you know that this Monday, yep. it'll be louder than ever. And then Hunter and Stephanie will turn to deaf ear because that's the way they are. But you can imagine that they're going to be screaming at the top of their lungs at the Allstate Center Cup Monday night in Chicago, we want punk. We want punk. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, I don't I, know. I mean, <laughs> another thing that will be golden hmm. is Booker T. Yes. Oh, yeah. 
Agreed. I mean, to me, I think the announced team, however, is starting to get a little stale. It really, and more, yeah. we've talked, we've talked this so many times. I mean, it is stale. I mean, on Raw, I mean, you got Cole, you got Saxton, you got Graves. I mean, Cole has been in and out at times. However, been the arrogant prick you love to hate too. But more often than okay. not, he's done all right. He's had a nice career announcing. Byron Saxton to me still is still wet behind the ears. He's terrible. He's not funny. He thinks he's great. However, whenever he always, whenever the New Day come out and like that, he's like the biggest New Day cheerleader or certain cheerleaders of certain guys. And Corey Graves is just perfect. Is a perfect heel announcer. I love it. I mean, I love when he jabs back sacks and says, "No, I'm not going to dance for you" or something like that. But when he he's Jerry Lawler of this. Yes, genre. exactly. A hundred percent, I agree. Yes, he is like the Jerry Lawler of the new generation. I agree. And then you turn it over to SmackDown. You got Tom Phillips, who right now is in a little bit of controversy. I don't know if they're going to keep him around much longer after what he did, however. Then you got Ranolo, who I love. I think Morrow's fantastic. He really is like a young JR to me. He really gets into it, and I like that about him. JBL's still pretty good as an announcer. Uh, is just terrible. I mean, now I'm hearing there's talk they're putting R-Truth on the freaking main event as a color commentator part-time. What's up with that? Oh, R-Truth. R-Truth is golden, though. Yeah, like, yes, he is. Great. So apparently, I guess with him not wrestling that much, I guess they're giving him a chance here to try a slug in an announcing. And he's done, from what I he's done all right so far. Speaking of Raw, I'm looking at the range right now. They did a 2.15 this week, down from 2.2. Oh, close. I 2.2. Yep, you were close. You were very close. I think we all were, yeah. You were one of the closest, yep. And like I said, they did uh, – 3.09 average, however, down from 3.21 the week before. So they did 3.09 the week before. So there you go. Wow. So, I mean, wow. like I said, you got shows coming up in Chicago this week, Indianapolis next Tuesday. Two weeks you're in Detroit, and then two weeks on Tuesday you're here in Pittsburgh, which I will be attending that show. I'm looking forward to seeing that show. That should be very good. At least I hope it is on paper. It'll be my first chance to see 205 Live also, however, unless we're not, we're not going to well, watch 205. Well, I'm hoping, I'm hoping to go to the, my very first SmackDown show in this month, so we'll see how that goes. Awesome. Awesome. Well, speaking of 205 Live, let's talk a little bit about that show. I mean, after what happened last night, but overall, how I mean, we've talked about – the uh, Raw and SmackDown are kind of uh, up and down with the ratings. But as far as 205 Live goes, let's talk about the Cruiserweights for a minute. I mean, we know it's going to be on the pre-show this week, but this week on Raw, however, again, they kind of pissed on the Cruiserweights. You had one match go three minutes, the yeah. other two minutes. I mean, what's going on with the Cruiserweights? The Cruiserweights were supposed to be the big thing about six months ago, and all of a sudden, within the yeah. last month or so, they've gone completely way out of their uh, element, if you will, and it's just absolutely not working anymore. I think a lot of people have started to finally lose respect or they're just not watching anymore. What's your take? Well, I see a big difference in the <clears throat> cruiserweights ever since they turned um, Adrian Neville Hill. Yes, oh, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, people didn't expect that. They're so used to being faced. They, you know, people don't 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 think that, you know, they're not going to play a face character their whole lives. I no. Mean, look at Hulk Hogan. Right. Hulk yeah. Hogan played a face character for so many freaking years. Yes. The minute he went to the NWO, everybody was like, shit on Hogan. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and, and that's the same way it's going with Neville. Mm-hmm. Um, Neville's phenomenal talent. Mm-hmm. And 
Tony Nese is phenomenal talent. Yeah. Uh, Rich Swan, amazing. Yes, he, he's very good. I, I, li- I like. I like. I like. I like him. Mustafa I like him. Ali and, yeah. something? Is that his name? Is that his name? Mustafa Ali? Yeah, Mustafa Ali. Yeah, you're right. You got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's good. What about Cedric um, Alexander, TJP, and Gallagher? What's your take on them three? And, I, I don't uh, no like those three. I, I don't like those three. I don't like Gallagher. I, I think that he's a fucking. Excuse he's me, like, Mary he's like the James person. Ellsworth, the cruiserweights. He's so arrogant and pompous. Yeah. No, he's like the Mary Poppins of freaking. Exactly, with that stupid Elbow. umbrella. And I said before, I would love to see Neville take that umbrella and shovel where the sun don't shine. TJP to me. I think the thing was, everyone thought after he was in the Cruiserweight tournament last summer, he was going to be like the big next big thing. And I don't mean to be a jerk in saying this, and I know you love this guy with all your heart and somewhat, but the guy who I'm kind of starting to lose a little bit of respect for more and more, even though he's trying to teach his uh, protege a lesson, is the Brian Kendrick right now teaching Toa a lesson. I think Kendrick has gone a little, I mean, his edge is a little more darker. It's a little more... Yeah. Just, I mean, with his attitude now, it just seems like when he came in, however, he was uh, asking but, for the well, fans to forgive him and everything. But that's part Kendrick. of it. I mean, yes. Let's re- let's reflect when Kendrick first came in. He was a face. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, tag team partner. All London turned heel. Yep. Everybody wanted to shit on him, but let me tell you what: that is one man from the cruiserweight division that can play a heel to the T. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, I would agree. Amazing. I would 100% agree with you. Next to Neville, I'd say right now, next to Neville, I would definitely agree because he, he has got that down to a science. Yeah, TJ Perkins, I, I, I just can't. Get for me, I don't like him, and I know he's over with the crowd somewhat. Yeah. I don't think he's that great. Cedric Alexander is, but they're not giving him no airtime or anything mm-hmm. on WWE much lately. And Gallagher, no one... like I said, he, you know, he, he needs to go to go make a freaking Mary Poppins movie. He yeah, I would agree. Oh, I would agree. Uh, another guy who I, I'm not really high on is Noam Dar. I've kind of lost a little bit of... Uh, oh, no, I my kind of like him. No, well, no, really he's starting to warm up to me a little, but every time how he just does Elise's name, it's like, oh, it's like right, like chalk on a board, you know, however. But yeah, it'll I, take me a I, while I, to warm up to him. Yeah, I, I like him because he's with Alicia, and I, I, I'm, I love Alicia Fox. And there again, yes. yet again, another diva that they're not doing shit with. Yes. Oh, yes. Pisses me off. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they put her with some, you know, dumb chump like this asshole. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I like him and I don't like him. You know, it, it's it's one of those. I'm kind of like in the middle of. of sure. It. Sure. You know, he he's one you'd like to hate, but. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we'll, we'll, we're going to see obviously a pretty good uh, uh, tag team cruiserweight match. Obviously, besides the one we have between Neville and uh, Mary Poppins this week, obviously it's going to be a pretty good pre-show match. No Dar and uh, his partner, Mr. Kendrick versus uh, Swan and Alexander, coming up this uh, Sunday on the network. That should be a very, very good match. I feel. Hopefully, they give yeah. them the right amount of time. I mean, like and like I said, that, that's one thing I think that's kind of just hurting the cruiserweights right now is the lack of time, however. But the other thing that I've said before, and I'll say it again, however, I mean, right now, is just I think right now, however, with them being on the network, I mean, they've got to be put on regular free TV, I feel. I think that's the one thing that's kind of hurting the division right now. Is I mean, yeah, they're right. putting them on Raw, but they're not putting them, like, on Tuesday night after SmackDown, like putting the 205 Live show live, like they did back in the day when they used to do main event and uh, all those type of shows. I think they got to go back to doing that again. You know, another thing is is that the, you know the, making them tag teams and stuff like that is a great idea. Yeah. Oh, yes, I agree. 
there's some kind of stamina for them every week, mm-hmm. you know, when they're on Raw or whatever. But, you know, they had all this hype, oh, we're going to bring the cruise. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, they're going to bring the Cruiserweight division in there. And it's, like, faded. It's, like, fading off. It's, like, it started out so big, and now it's, like, oh, let's move them to 205 Live. Mm-hmm. When the well, chances like- are, like, Slim to none that people watch that on the freaking network. You know? One guy I'm waiting to see finally get his break, and I hope he gets his break soon, is one guy I know you're pretty high on, as am I, and he's been doing the announcing, and he's been doing pretty good as an announcer, is Mr. Aries. Why hasn't they uh, oh, thought about yeah. Why hasn't Austin Aries been cleared yet, and why he has not fought is beyond me. I hope when I see him in two weeks, I get to see him in the ring. Oh. I would love to see that. I think they're kind of missing the boat with him. I read that they were going to feud Aries and Neville. Yes, I did too. Coming after Fastlane, and that's going to be a match set for WrestleMania. Oh, that would be a great match. If, 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 but the thing with that yeah. is, and, and I'm tell you one thing, I hope, and you can back me up on this too, I hope to God that Brass is listening, you do not, and I repeat, do not put them on the pre-show. If you're going to put a match on the pre-show, I hate to say it, put the Cena match on the pre-show, get it done early. If you put these two on in the pre-show matchup, however, you better give them a good amount of time because if you don't, you're going to piss off everyone in the audience if you do. you damn right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously. I mean, that's another like, thing, though, J.D., not sure. to kind of like bounce around on stories, but it just... No, no, like, that's what we do here. That's what we like TNA. to do. Is we always bounce around. Go ahead, please. Continue. Yeah, DNA, so... You know, finally you have this big wedding, and it's Braxton Sutter, and now they finally put him and Allie together. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. did this this beautiful feud, and it was great, and it was going so strong, and now Allie and, I mean, shit, Mike and Maria are gone. Right. Now what? Is exactly. Braxton where where, where do you go next? Exactly. That's the biggest million dollar yeah, question. Yeah, I mean, if Braxton and Allie are next, for the love of Freaking God, bring them to WWE. Please, please give Braxton Sutter some freaking airtime. Let yeah. that man demonstrate his damn talent. You yeah. know, that man needs gold around his waist. Yeah. So, so freaking bad. I, I haven't, I've, heard, I've heard bits and pieces, and like I said, I, I have heard a lot of good things about him, and I would definitely... You know, and, and Braxton and Allie would be a wonderful feud against Maurice, I think. Oh, I, yes. Think it would be a beautiful feud between them. Yeah, no question, no question. Well, we're, we'll definitely be watching this very, very carefully, no doubt about it. And of course, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, this Sunday you can join Michelle, myself, Gerard, and the gang for episode number three hundred. Yes, folks, three hundred episodes of Fear of Reach Tower on the Revolution Show. And believe me, folks, it is going to be a very, very exciting show this coming week, ladies and gentlemen. So be sure to check that out this Sunday at five. PM and of course we will have some bets being made before the actual event kicks off at ten with the pre-show and then ladies and gentlemen this Monday that's right this Monday ladies and gentlemen promise to be a doozy however as Sonny Ono plans to join the radio team however for a very sit down interview with all of us however and talking about his life and times in the world of wrestling however so be sure to check that out at four p.m. this week on Raw Radio we will also continue our talk about uh, WrestleMania as we are four weeks out we already know that we've got some of the Hall of Famers listed already of course Beth. Phoenix was named just this week. The Rock and Roll Express have been named. Teddy Long has been named. Uh, Diamond Dallas Page has been named. 
with the app Box ADDP. And uh, like I said, and Sean just made a comment, so don't forget episode number 301, of course, from Tuesday night, since it is his birthday. Yes, Tom, we will not forget that. Uh, don't, we will definitely <laughs> not forget that. Uh, but also, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we will have for you, of course, coming up uh, tomorrow night on uh, Top Peel 140562, Michelle Gerard and I will have something cooked up, I'm sure, as well. Um trying to think what else I was going to discuss. Oh, yeah, the Hall of Fame. Um, as far as the Hall of Fame goes so far this year, I like what they're doing with the class this year, but there's a couple things I'm kind of not real pleased with, but I'm going to get over them in time. I mean, it's nothing really bad. It's just I think some of these things that they could have done, however, it's just a little bit. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Rock and Roll Express going in this year, I think is great. Diamond Dallas Page going in is great. Teddy Long is good. Beth Phoenix going in this year, although they were talking about China at one point, I think they're going to hold off on her. Uh, there's still Rick Root. I think they're going to announce him, I hope, this week. But uh, after that, how, I don't know who else you can name for this year's class, unless you think of another name or two. I mean, what do you think, I mean, after Rick Root, if they do announce it this week, and I think they will, and uh, possibly um, with Beth Phoenix being named, how, uh could be the last person or two they uh, decide to put in this year. Um, I mean... <sighs> You know, I, I'm I'm impressed too with the lineup so far. I mean, I I think there are others that need to go in as well that, you know, should have already been done gone in. Really, like China, uh-huh. primarily one. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I said, overall, you know, pretty pretty good, pretty impressive. I mean, Diamond Dallas Page definitely definitely deserves it. Uh-huh. Yep. Um. But, you know, I still think Owen Hart needs to go in. Chris Benoit needs to go in. Brian Pillman. But that's that's going to be an ever-ending freaking fight with the Hart family and the Benoit family. Yep. Oh, yeah. And talking about Benoit's family, I mean, I think uh, maybe it was you mentioned it last night. It was maybe Gerard talked about it. It was maybe Chad. Uh, there was talk that Benoit's son, of course, was at a live event a few weeks ago, however, in Canada. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you make of that whole scenario? I mean, do you think he would uh, maybe ah. follow in his dad's footsteps? I mean, what's your spin and take on this? Um, I, I, I don't like the response that 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 uh, that's gotten about his son coming to a show. Um, mm-hmm. You know, basically because oh, everybody thinks Crispin wants murder. Uh, mm-hmm. That's your opinion. That's fine. Stick with it. Run with it. But sure. there are people that are true die-hard wrestling fans and they think what they want to think about that uh-huh. if his son if David I think it's David is his son's name yes right? David's his son's name yeah uh-huh. yes David Benoit wants to be at a show let him be at a freaking show right. I mean that's like saying if Kurt Hen, you know Kurt Henning's son um oh hell what's his name my mind just went blank uh, Curtis <laughs> a- Kurt, Joe Henning Curtis Axel. Curtis Axel that's like if Curtis Axel wasn't in the WWE Yes. And he came to a show, and they knew he was Kurt Henning's son. Well, you going to look at him differently, too, because his dad is deceased? Yeah. You know, that's my thing. Sure. Like, and that's like, they, and that's like Davey Boy, and they, they haven't said anything about Davey Boy Smith's son, even. I mean, uh, Harry Smith, you I know. Mean, yeah, and, I mean, don't judge the boy because of the story of his dad, his mom, and his little brother. Mm. He wasn't there. He, he, like the rest of us, don't know the true story. We know what we hear. We know what we've been told. Mm-hmm. But, you you know, you, we are the ones that make our final decisions on everything. Yeah, no question. So, no question. 
you know, if the man, if the boy wants to come watch the damn show, let him watch the show and leave him the hell alone. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. I would agree. You know, and and, and, people, and I heard JD people backstage were calling him, you know, the 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 son of a murderer and shit like that, and mm-hmm. I'm like, it makes me cringe. Yeah. It just it's crazy. I agree. How right. it's just it's insane. However, well, like I said, we'll be definitely watching this very carefully. However, mind you, uh, no question about it. Uh, but like I said, we'll have a lot more to discuss here in just a little bit here on the Revolution Show. As uh, Mr. W. Chad Hinshaw will be taking over the airwaves here shortly. Michelle will be joining us back here on the line here in just a little bit as well. We do want to thank her for calling in tonight. We also want to thank uh, John Gross for calling in. Unfortunately, uh, King N.W. Gerard T. Smith is in the newsroom right now preparing for some big story signs. So, unfortunately, he was going to join us tonight, but due to an obligation fulfilled, however, he could not fulfill it. But he hopes to be with us here on the Revolution Show tonight, so uh, we will definitely talk with him shortly. As we take you out tonight, however, we're going to play a little bit of... Theme here, if I can find it, however, and uh, let me find it here. Uh, I just saw it a second ago, however. Uh, I just saw it a second ago, so bear with me, however. Okay, I found it, however. And uh, in honor, uh, and I know Michelle's going to like hearing this, however. In honor of Sunday's show, however, and in honor of WrestleMania, this is a gentleman who will be showing up on Sunday, I feel, however, in the upcoming matchup between Goldberg and Kevin Owens. So, Michelle, this is for you. This is for everyone. It is the next big thing entitled from Brock, Mr. Brock Lesnar. We will definitely be uh, hearing him, I'm sure, in the weeks to come. We do want to thank you for coming on the line tonight. And, of course, we're going to put it on right now here in a second as we're getting this thing started. We will talk to you again in a little bit. We'll also talk to you again at the debate table again next week, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, with that being said, however, let me see if I can get this going here. I'm just trying to get this thing going here, so bear with me, however. All right, hold on a second. I just had it. I just had so Okay, I'm just trying to get that going. Okay, uh, I got it going. So, anyway, with that said, ladies and gentlemen, we will take you out for the night, however, with the next big thing, however, of Brock Edward Lesnar. We will talk to you soon. Have a good night, everyone, and we'll catch you on the flip side. All right? Good night, Good night. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.